Hello listeners and welcome to the Veterans Care Association and Timor Awakening podcast. The Timor Awakening program is an 11-day, immersive, holistic and peer-to-peer veterans program that has a singular vision, to promote the health and well-being of veterans and their families. We are currently running programs both domestically on the Gold Coast at St. George's Defence Holiday Suites, as well as internationally in Timor-Leste. We use the Timor Awakening programs as an opportunity to sit down with our participants, either one-on-one or in a group setting, and conduct podcast interviews to capture their stories and their lessons learned, providing insights we can all learn from as we as veterans and wounded healers move through our own journeys and help others do the same. We'll be covering a whole range of topics including defence transition, mental health, relationships, veteran suicide, peer mentoring, PTSD and post-traumatic growth. So whether you're out and about, listening to this at home or driving in your car, we do trust that you'll get a lot out of listening to our participants. Thank you and enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another TA20 podcast and our next guest is Daniel McKenzie. Hey man, how you doing? Good, thanks man. And yourself? I'm doing fantastic and this is not the uh, first time we've chatted. We chatted back on your original TA. Uh, We delved into a lot more of your sort of military background and your time in Timor and Afghanistan. Um, As I've said before, the theme of this one's not going to be so much that. It's going to be more um, what's next and kind of the peer mentoring piece. So I guess just to uh, put a stake in the ground in terms of uh, where we would have left off last time, what was it that originally brought you to the TA and Timor Awakening and VCA in the first place? Uh, For me it was um, after my time... And Timor particularly, I became good friends with Mick Stone, who yep. obviously is very much part of VCA and Timor yep. Awakening. And um, we've kept in touch, even though that was a long time ago. And he told me about TA. Yep. And um, what drew me, I guess, was sharing experiences and learning from others mm. and coming away with some good skills mm. and that really drew me initially into mm. TA and I've really found it beneficial but also pretty exciting and useful. Mm. Cool. Well, it definitely makes sense given your your past as a, a, a UN nurse and, and continuing to be a nurse to this day. I do remember from the last chat we had you um, – saw your, the holistic kind of approach that the team of awakening takes as something you want to take back to you know some of your own practices and some of your own clients and people that you interact with um is that still a big part of why you want to be here yeah absolutely yep. it, mm. it really did uh, that initial t i really did open my eyes yeah. to more of a holistic model mm. incorporating the psychology the other at the social sciences mm. as well as the medical model and combining all of that you actually get a really better outcome rather than just one model yeah and my training was in the medical model right and right. i think we also talked about last time the um health or medical model is all about just taking away the illness rather than that mm, mm. optimizing your health yeah getting you up to a baseline yeah, from, that's from right. negative whatever you are up to zero, zero but not beyond yeah, yeah 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 well that's that's pretty common like that's unfortunately that doesn't that, that, that extends far beyond just the veteran space to, to a yeah, lot of you know, kind of the medical um establishment in general but i feel i feel like that is changing to some extent yeah absolutely yeah um, people are becoming more aware of 
what else is out there and clinicians mm. are becoming more in tune with the holistic approach and the benefits mm. that are you know more evidence is coming out more and more and people are really um, starting to in incorporate that in their practice yeah fantastic and um, I guess specifically for yourself wanting to be part of the, the peer mentoring we touched on you know how these skills can be used with what you're already doing what else appeals to you about it all um, I think being able to ha use what you've learned to support someone else okay. and perhaps your experiences and what you can can um, be a benefit to someone else. Not necessarily your exact experience, but some of the tools, uh, some of the experience that you have may g give some assistance to someone else. You don't want to tell them what to do, obviously, mm, and that's part yeah. of what we learn in the mentor program is yep. you know, help help someone find their own way. Yep, yep. I love that. Um, one thing that I'd be keen to get your insight in as well is, you know, I, I'm anticipating that one of the concerns that some people might have for the whole peer mentoring model is that really what you're taking, for the most part, obviously people like yourself do have medical training, but for the most of us, that's not the case. It's more... This is a veteran who has walked the path, uh, has his own or her own experiences uh, and therefore c can better relate to another veteran who is perhaps in a similar situation to where they were maybe a few years ago. Um, how do you sort of unpack that in your own mind about the fact that most people who will be doing peer mentoring or are doing peer mentoring aren't necessarily, um, you know, medically trained clinicians as such? Well, I think just the word peer... We're peer mentors. We're not here as health professionals as yep. such. Like yep. obviously my background um, allows me some slightly different insights, but we're there as peers mm -hmm. to support them at their level and with a shared experience and a shared bond through the adversities that you have had or just being the time and defence. Yep. For me that's a little bit different, having not been purely defence, having done those environments though. So um, I find that, you know, my approach is slightly different mm. because I I haven't worn a uniform as such yep. in the defence force. So yep. I, I my approach is slightly different. But um, I have been in those environments, so at least I and worked with alongside the military. So at least have s a reasonable amount of insight yep. to allow me to at least associate and um, follow all the acronyms, yeah, and all <laughs> everything that goes all with the jargon, all the jargon, <laughs> which I do enjoy still. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, I just had a, a line of thought. Yeah, um, I one of the other um, kind of, I guess, kind of original group facilitators that we've had on Team Awakening is a gentleman by the name of Bob Breen, Robert Breen. I don't know if you've met him or not. So he was an officer. I think he went through Duntroon same time as Gary Stone. Uh, but he does. He's an author and he's written a lot of military books. But one of the jobs that he has had post defence, I don't know how far back it was, was working for. Is it Helpline? Is that a yeah. Yeah. So yeah, when people ring up, they got got challenges, and he said, you know, I, I can help people. I can triage to some extent. At the end of the day, what I largely considered myself to be was a referrer. Mm. You know, I wasn't there to deal with the problem right there, right now. I was a referrer to here's all the resources. Here's the person who can solve that for you. And, and to some extent, I see that as being what what peer mentors, not necessarily are, but that's a component of what they can do. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I think that is. You know, having knowledge about what services are available, yeah. what what is out there, and yeah, a triage and referral 
is 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 very much a strong component of what the peer mentor is, and mm. we've certainly touched on that a lot in in the program so far. Is yeah, you're there to refer is a large part of it, yeah. and to put people in touch with the right people, yeah, and, and to triage someone. Well, mm. I mean, triage is a good word, but um, identify how acute someone is and put them into the right resources at the right time, depending yeah. on their need. A hundred percent, and and I think. That's why, as we both have said, it's it's a component of it where I think it's kind of a, a paradox in and of itself as well as you want to be referring, you want to be able to put someone in front of the right person at the same time. The person you're talking to right here, right now also wants to know that you, you're listening and that you care. So that has to kind of be addressed initially. Yeah. If, otherwise, you just it, it may come across as like you're palming them off. Absolutely. But our goal is to, as you saw with what Gary did in that demonstration today, it's like, okay, a, a bit of TLC, a bit of listening, a bit of genuine concern and, and sincerity there uh, you may only have five minutes as, as that that vignette sort of dictated um but beyond that you may not necessarily be or i may not necessarily be the specialist that can deal with that but you know who that is and you can get that person in contact with that person i think you touched on a really important part is showing empathy and care mm. and willingness to listen yeah because i think a lot of the time people don't listen and don't Really, you might not fully understand what mm. you, that person's going through, but you can listen and and try and understand what they're trying to tell you. Mm, mm. And you don't always get that a lot from people. And I think that you know the skills that we as are learning on this program, like active listening and big talk and things like that, really help you in the ability to do that. Yep. Yep. So I think that's really cool. Uh, you've kind of sort of half answered my, my next question there as well, which is, and maybe big talk is a, uh, an aspect of it, what has been some of the, the bigger aha moments or lessons from the peer, peer mentoring kind of criteria specifically that stands out to you? I think it's been thrown around a little bit, the phrase, uh, um, instead of problems, it's puzzles. Yeah, yeah. To solve. Yeah. Um, I think that sums up, in a way to how to turn things differently into mm. change your perspective on what you on what you're facing into mm. something to solve or a challenge to fix yep. not that you're trying to fix every every problem but just uh changing your viewpoint yeah. on something um to and change your approach and change your outlook on it change the lens that you're looking through yeah absolutely at the problem yeah um, you know, and, and some people, you know, might struggle sort of say, oh, yeah, I don't like you know, motivational quotes. I mean, I mean, as you know, I'm a big fan of motivational quotes if it's appropriate and if it's fitting, if it lands, you know, if it's what someone needs to see in that moment. Um, but I think, yeah, those sorts of things are great. They're useful, you know, because it, it, that doesn't solve your problem, but it helps you see it from a different way. Things look a bit different when you say, okay, this is a puzzle to solve or um, – yeah, this isn't a problem, it's a project. Yeah. You know, um, and that that can just be just enough for a veteran who's in a really dark place to go, okay, yep, that's not solving me, my problems yet, but that's right, it, it is a puzzle. This is something I can address. This is a a problem to fix yeah, or a challenge. That, yeah. Keeping that ownership as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Helping them drive the solution. That, and that is so fundamental. What you've just said there is absolutely crucial because if we just band-aid something, um, and then continue to do that over and over again, it just creates dependency. And you see that with 
a range of different you know, things within Australia. Like it's not it's not necessarily healthy. You may need to do that do that in the beginning. The triage thing we talked about. Okay, this person doesn't need to know what their values are and to know what their vision of life is. They need a meal and a place to sleep tonight. Yeah. That might be the first thing. But then after that, it's like okay, teach a man to fish type thing. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to create dependency i think that's important you mm. want them to drive it themselves and not everyone is ready to do that yeah. and people need some assistance or guidance to help with that or at least some ideas mm. why don't you think about this way or approach yep but yeah i think getting that ownership is is it or the buy-in the buy-in that's a great way of putting it yep yep especially for the long long-term Absolutely. aspect of it yep and, and not always easy uh, because Unfortunately, a lot of veterans have been in that frame of mind for a long time. That's yeah. hard to get out of it. Just before we uh, consider wrapping up there, mate, what's what's next for you? So this program, you've been on it for a few days. It's going to wrap up in, a, in another couple. What's the f- first um, boots on the ground after this? Uh, back to Melbourne. Yep. Back to work. <laughs> um, but hopefully my dream in this space is to... Um, do more mentoring mm-hmm. with people, but also perhaps maybe mentor the mentors eventually. Yep. Be part of the program and the training aspect of it. Fantastic. And be more involved, perhaps from a professional level as well. Yeah. Well, you bring a lot of lot of um, experience. And I always love having non-defense people in the program as well, even if it's just a sprinkle here and there, because you always bring other perspectives. Um, yeah, we've got a teacher as well, um, because there's always something that – you'll be able to see if you haven't, that the rest of us can't see if you haven't sort of gone through that part specifically. You've been in that environment but but not necessarily gone through the training. I think that's perfect because it brings a balance to it all. Yeah. yeah. And I love getting the perspective of everyone else yeah. as well. It's a two-way street. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm. The lens is different and I think we, we all benefit from a different lens and yeah. a different perspective. That's right. Fantastic, Dan. Uh, just before we uh, wrap up there, anything else to add? Otherwise, we'll um, we'll crack on. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It was great. Easy done. Short and sharp. Thanks, Dan, so much, and I'll chat to you next time. Okay, great. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And if you do have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to us at support at veteranscare.com.au. And we do, of course, encourage you to share this podcast out to anyone who you feel may benefit from it. Thank you so much, and we look forward to connecting with you on the next podcast. Bye for now.